Okay, we're live. I, I'm gonna, John, I'll ask you this. I, asked, I, I was talking to Paul about it a little earlier. Uh, I'm thinking of getting one of these 8-BitDo wireless controller adapters. Mm-hmm. Because um, it lets you, it, it, I don't know if it's specifically for the Switch or if it's just a USB port and it can plug into whatever. Um, but it lets you use any controller, like with your Switch, which sounds real useful for like when Smash comes out. Do you have any experience with these things? Uh, hmm. I've heard of people not using like their their proper wireless controllers, but you just don't know how. Yeah. Well, no. I I know. I no. I know they're like they have their own brand of separate controllers that are very Super Nintendo shaped, but they also a have. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, but they yeah. have like the the thumbsticks on there as well. Uh, I've heard mixed to good things about them, but I've never actually heard anything about their wireless like adapters. So this is yeah, this, this is, is just like a dongle. Switch? That's what the uh, that's what the name of it says. I'm gonna do a quick read. It's a wireless USB adapter. Yeah, here I'll just put it like in our. Uh, oh, it even looks like chat. a Mario One brick. Yeah. Okay. So you're looking at the same one. Yeah. So you're, and it comes with like the the gold cable. Interesting. Or do you not see that? Uh, I'm, I'm like reading through it right now, how it supports everything on PC and so I'm guessing this is basically just a, a like a Bluetooth dongle. Uh, yeah, it's a blue. Yeah, basically. Um, but because 8BitDo is doing it, it makes me think like game stuff should work pretty well. And it's not just like a generic one that they're hoping will work with the, the switch. I mean, I've heard of their stuff on PS4 being decent. At least I think it was 8BitDo. So I'm sure at the very least, like, you won't be overly disappointed by it. Yeah, the reviews seem good. I was just, that doesn't seem like anyone's used them, so I was just curious if you had any experience. I don't. These th Oh, they're only 20 bucks? Jesus, yeah, at that price, you might as well. Yeah, tw 20 yeah. bucks. I'm just looking, scrolling down at their controllers. They have a Famicom, like a gold one. Yeah. That looks so nice. Yeah, they their controllers, like, look really good. And, like, I yeah. know some no, people who swear by them, but... And, you know, I'm, I am I hold up my Game Boy Micro. I am a fan of the gold Famicom look. Well, there you go. You should buy an 8-bit <clears throat> controller as well. I'm sure those are probably more expensive, actually, now that I think about it. This controller, for whatever reason, the price was $144, but it's on sale for 40 bucks. Nice. <laughs> Which, great. What are you... That's just straight up a lie. Those were never a hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. yeah, totally. Also, the regular like fifty SNES bucks is looks just to be forty bucks. Yeah, regular forty fifty bucks. I just like the idea of like being able to use like an Xbox One controller when for when Smash happens because I don't want to buy two more Pro controllers and I'm not going to split up uh, the Joy Cons for two people. That's just rude. Yeah, that's just me. I need to be. I need to be a good host. Yeah, for sure. That's not uh, a bad idea. I'm, on Amazon America. I'm seeing that uh, Famicom one for thirty seven bucks. The Famicom controller. I have it for forty. I don't know what you're looking at. I'm looking on Amazon. Yeah, me too. I, you, I don't know what link. I don't know why I'm missing it. Oh, here's one. Uh, are you looking at the F30? Yeah. What was I? I was looking at a different one. I was looking at the. Uh, the F30 Pro. Oh, they're both F30 Pro. I don't know what the difference of these two things are. My, the F30 Pro looks like it glows or something. Uh, interesting. They're, they're, or the one I'm looking at, because like I said, they're both pros. I have no idea. Anyway. 
have you guys been good how about you i'm all right good yeah sean we've we talked about it after our last show there was um a battle chasers thing you were saying where you found it like somewhere else for three bucks or something yeah, like it was i think it was, i think that was a price error to be fair oh, i didn't okay. look too much into okay, it, it was, the enough. pc version was like three dollars <laughs> for a while okay yeah uh which was great but i don't i mean whatever i'm done with that game it's in the past <laughs> it's gonna keep ridiculous yeah yeah that, yeah that's my white whale yep oh well you finished it though so whatever yeah, that's doesn't matter that's all done anything yeah. new with you paul no not a whole lot um, i think i'm gonna be seeing don't uh sorry to bother you is that the name of it I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I think it's called Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, Sorry to Bother You. I'm going to go see that tonight. Cool. It should be fun. Yeah. Any fun weekend plans you guys got coming up? Sleep. Yeah. Sleep. No. No. Uh, sleep. There's a Zapdos event going on at Pokemon Go we might go take advantage of for a bit. That's about it. Oh, yeah. You did the Articuno thing, right? Yeah. We did a mute. When did you get back into Pokemon Go? Uh, I never stopped. Oh, mm. okay. I just never really did the rating, and then I got back into it to, with the rating. So, like, I got, a Mew, I got a Mewtwo yesterday. Mm. Eh. What level are you in Pokemon Go? Uh, 34. Okay, yeah. I'm, like, 20-something. I don't know. I never did a raid. Yeah, Reese got back into it. A bunch of my friends locally got back into it. Uh, a bunch of my YouTube friends are into it, so it just kind of works out. Cool. Cool. Nice. So what happens in the Zapdos event? Do you get a Zapdos? Yeah, so uh, for three hours tomorrow, and I believe also on Sunday, uh, every gym has a Zapdos raid battle in it, and you have a high chance of it being a shiny Zapdos. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's do this podcast top down perspective for July 20th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, and uh, John, why don't you talk about what you've been playing? All right, so I've not played much this week, but on Wednesday I did do a stream for a game that's not out yet. Uh, published by Adult Swim Games and developed by White Rabbit, I played Death's Gambit, which is a 2D Dark Souls like. Yeah, I've been waiting for this for three years. Well, so you're in luck. how is it? I've played it. It's as someone who's never played a game, a Souls game before, incredibly <laughs> frustrating, which probably means it's good. <laughs> okay. So you never um, played Salt and Sanctuary either, right? Like none of nope. even the 2D, like the closest thing ones? to a Souls game I played was Hollow Knight, and I wouldn't even call that a Souls game. Yeah, I wouldn't really either. But okay. I remember looking this up because I saw you like tweet about it or. Or tweet out your stream or something. Yeah, uh, it has a really cool look. Yeah, it's it's pixelated, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's like super detailed. Makes me think of um, Dead Cells. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see like, it. Feel like it looks a bit like that. Yeah, I think more articulation in the look though. Dead Cells has a more cartoony look, which fits that style. This is a little more intense than that, I think. And also, I get this one confused in my head with another one that's supposed to come out one day. Is called, it Dead Cells? No, it's called Blasphemous. And that no, I've, I've been waiting for that is. one for just as long, but I get I can't remember sometimes which one's which. 
So how does it play though? Does it, it is it smooth at least? Like are there different yeah, types of weapons? It's pretty smooth. So there's there's seven different classes. Oh, there was only three in the demo. Okay. Uh, soldier, which is the heavy sword, broadsword, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Uh, assassin, which is twin blades, and uh, magician, which was like projectile spells. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, How did you? Why are you playing this early? By the way, uh, I did a promo for Adult Swim Games. Oh, okay. They they contacted a bunch of streamers. And they're like, hey, you want to play our games? Here's here's the E3 demo. Uh, I see. Oh, so okay. did you get more than just Death Scambit? Uh, no, that's the only one I got right now. Uh, I oh, okay. but like I was gonna play Pool Party or was it oh, what is it called? I keep forgetting. The, pool Panic, I pool think. Pool Panic. That's yeah, the name. yeah. That thing looks really cool. Yeah, that came out yesterday, and uh, I downloaded. I was gonna play it today, but I've been really busy today. I just got home. Are you? Did you get it on PC or Switch? Switch. I'm very interested in that game. It looks cool. I'm hoping it's like Golf Story for pool. Mm. <laughs> that's my hope. Mm-hmm. It does look very silly. So. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so three different classes in the demo. Uh, the broadsword was super slow, so I assume that's how it usually is in Dark Souls kind of games. Uh, Magician was super fast and felt way overpowered, which means it's probably getting nerfed in the actual release, which is in, like, a little under a month. Okay. But, uh, no, I enjoyed the feeling of it. Uh, I, I do not like games with stamina, I've realized. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I guess that was going to be my question is, first of all, with the magician thing, how do they handle magic? Is there mana, is there amount of spell casting, or does it just take stamina? It, it just takes stamina. Okay, okay. There cool. are, like, special moves you can use as well, and those take a different meter, um, but, the, like, that's, every class has that meter, basically. Right. And that's based on how well you, com- how much you combo, how much damage you deal out, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about the magician class was that, like, uh, it would let you create elemental orbs, and those changed how your attacks went. Like, I could use 20 uh, skill points, and then I would have uh, a flame orb attached to my spell, so I would throw a bomb, and if it hit, it would do burning damage to enemies. Yeah. Or I could combine two uh, flame orbs and get, like, a giant AoE explosion. I could use one lightning orb to shoot, like, lightning out of my hand, or I could use two to just fire a lightning bolt that locked onto everyone. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. So in, in the demo, I only got two skills, but uh, seemed pretty easy or not easy, like pretty easy to get used to, I guess. OK, like intuitive. How yeah. it works. Yeah, I, I definitely liked uh, the faster moving enemy characters more. I, I guess that's probably because I treated it like a Metroidvania because that was the only real experience I have. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm a fast character person too. I I never like playing at any all. characters that have like the big weapon yeah. and they're slow. I don't like it. I like the stealthy, fast I'm guys. The, yeah, I'm the exact opposite. Which is probably why, like Overwatch, I'll play Tracer. Yeah, like that's why I can't stand Tracer in <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, cool. Um, does it have anything like? A timing system for like blocking or dodging or parrying or any of that sort of stuff. Yes, I did that by accident, actually. (laughs) Cool. Okay. There's like a counter system if you parry your attack just right or parry the enemy's attack just right. Oh, I'm so happy. You're saying all the right things to me. Mm. Saying all the right things. (laughs) I'm so happy. It's been so long. John, as 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 a non soul. Well, I don't know if you're not a if you're a non Souls fan or you just don't haven't played those games. Are, do you like it? Are you going to keep playing it? 
I feel the funny thing was by the end of it, like I ended up fighting a bunch of like the refights of the bosses and the, like much harder stuff. Okay. And like not not being used to that kind of game and apparently being under leveled, it was a struggle. So uh, we were joking that I was just going to hate finish the game. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm curious to try more and see uh, how the other classes are. Cool. Um, do you feel like you need to grind? Like I'm guessing there's a level up system. Yeah. Or do you feel that? Mm, sorry. Uh, I mean, I, the demo was just the first area, so I can't say that for sure. Okay. It uh, like it seemed pretty easy to level up at first. Like it, it's a souls kind of system where you kill an enemy, they drop shards, and then you need like 20 shards to get to level two, and then et cetera, et cetera. You go to like a statue, which I guess is the bonfire equivalent. You okay. give up the shards to actually like level up, but the shards are also currency to buy from some shops, et cetera, et cetera. So the shards are souls is what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, um, there didn't seem to be fall damage. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe Sweet. there just wasn't a big enough fall <laughs> where it takes effect. I don't know. I tried some big falls, so I'm hoping okay. they're just like, yeah, we're not going to bother. That's fair. Double jump? None of the classes I had had a double jump, but they could attack in midair to stay in midair a bit longer. Okay. So you could could get a tiny bit more height and a little bit more distance. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Do you know if the weapons have, like, scaling with stats? I'm guessing you upgrade your stats, right? Yeah. Like strength. So, like, strength. Yeah, there was, like, strength was for your your strength weapons, finesse for your, like, bow and arrow and finesse finesse weapons. Intelligence yeah. for magic weapons, haste to uh, f- to shrink the cooldown on your skills and okay. get your stamina back faster. Uh, vitality for health, uh, endurance for stamina. I think those were the six stats. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This is exactly what I want from what you're saying. So, cool. Right. I'm excited. Good. And that's pretty much Did all I've else. Oh, it's all, okay. So that's all. Yeah, that was Death's Gambit. Just in case people wanted a reminder, um, I've been playing Magic: The Gathering Arena because I finally got a code for that after forever of waiting. And what this is is it is the Hearthstone version of Magic: The Gathering because Wizards of the Coast finally decided that they are going to use technology to make their games playable for people, which is amazing. Wait, don't they already have a Magic: The Gathering game? Yeah, like a bunch. Yeah, but they're all garbage. This is, like, one they actually put time into. Well, I mean, like, what's the difference, like, format and gameplay-wise? This is, like, going to Friday Night Magic and playing, but a digital version. Okay, and what was the old Magic video games? Uh, they were... I don't believe they had a lot of deck-building stuff was the thing. I didn't play a lot of the older ones. I played one on the Xbox... A long time ago. Well, remember, they were coming out with like yearly versions, weren't they? Like it was like Magic the Gathering 2017. Or that might be too, maybe too soon, recent. But I just I thought that for a while there they had like yearly iterations happening. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. They did release a Magic Duels, which is now free to play and people can just like go do that thing if they want on Steam. But this is very much their like answer to Hearthstone, just like a streamlined accessible version of the game with the ability to buy packs of course as you would in hearthstone and get cards and build your decks and do all that stuff and i guess they're wanting to in the future make it so that like 
you can buy a pack in real life and it'll give you like a code to basically download that in the game or something. I guess this is a rumor or something that they've been trying to employ, which seems neat. But um, anyways, they're doing a stress test today specifically, and they like did a whole nother round of inviting people into the beta that's going on for it. So I've been playing a bunch of that and it's honestly magic. The Gathering Hearthstone edition, like it's exactly what people that like magic want from a digital version. It's streamlined, it, pl it looks good, there's nice animations, it's easy to jump into a match with people. You get like rewards for playing that you can turn into like uh, get more packs and more cards and all that sort of stuff. It's exactly what people want. And uh, if people are interested in Magic the Gathering, I suggest signing up for the arena until and then like waiting for a key or whatever until it goes free to play which they will do eventually but i don't know when i don't think they've really said when they're going to release it but yeah they're going to do a mobile version they could or they should rather they should yeah there is a mobile version of magic that's outdated that like i tried playing and it's kind of garbage because it was just a playing like against the computer because finding a match on it was terrible so yeah they should do that for sure okay so i what i was thinking of i was looking it up is magic the gathering duels of the plane walkers 2014 or whatever they well they have that game then they have 2012 2013 14 and 15 yeah and based on my quick scan on wikipedia Looks like 14 was when the people were allowed to build their own decks. Yeah. I'm still curious how this game is different than what this new magic is, or if they're basically the same thing, just kind of rebranded. Uh, a little bit of the same thing, just rebranded, but mostly those were much more enclosed ecosystems where they were letting you play with what they wanted you to play with. And this is just like, you can open booster packs of cards and make decks, basically. Well... Well, like I said, this these ones eventually did have booster packs and build your own decks at same. Right, but it they're outdated because every year there's a new set released. Right. So so is this new one could you call it Duels of the Planewalker twenty eighteen? Or is there like a eh. fundamental shift is my is my answer. Is my question. Yeah, there I guess there's probably more of a fundamental shift in that regard. This is much more just like this is basically what Magic the Gathering Online would have like been if they had kept up with that from like 2004 or two, whenever that released. If they had kept updating that, this is that's what this would be now, basically. All right. Yeah, I suggested though, if people want to do some Magic the Gathering, just jump in, play a few rounds against somebody, and then jump out. It doesn't do. Uh, the big multiplayer game stuff, well, like, it doesn't do the four-player EDH games or any of the weird, like, arch-enemy things that you can do or the two-headed giant modes or anything. It's just strictly 1v1 Hearthstone style. You jump into a game with somebody. You, you, like, choose your deck, you jump into a game, find somebody, play against them, and then either win or lose and get an amount of, like, coins or whatever to go to your next booster pack to change your cards out and stuff. I'm assuming they'll bring those other modes sooner or later. Maybe. If this is successful. Yeah, maybe. That would be cool. 
Um, That'll help it differentiate from Hearthstone. Yeah. Or maybe they don't want to. Maybe they want to just do Hearthstone. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows with those guys? They don't even have friends maybe. list in right now, so you can't even like play against people you know. That's something that's coming, but there, there's still, there's still stuff to do in that thing. That's why it's still a closed beta. Um, the bigger thing I want to talk about though is Mother Gunship, which finally released, and I can talk about now because I was playing this last week, but NDAs and all that. Um, Mother Gunship is the follow-up to the game Tower of Guns, which was a first-person roguelite where you went into procedurally generated rooms where random robots that were basically just a whole bunch of different cannons and guns would spawn and you would just fight your way through them until they got harder and harder to the point where you either beat the game or you couldn't finish it and along the way you would get like power-ups and perks along the way to make your journey easier and all that sort of stuff uh the big ver the big difference here with this one is that they added a gun crafting system where you were you get a whole bunch of modular pieces to craft guns so you get like you get like these sockets that you get these pieces that are like a bunch of sockets and depending on what piece it is it determines the shape of um the gun and how many barrels you can put on it or like modifiers for the gun and stuff like that so there's stuff like you put put on a socket that like has three spaces essentially and you could fill those three spaces with barrels that all shoot different types of firearm stuff so like a cannon or like an energy gun or a laser gun or that sort of stuff and you can just keep building forever as long as you have like empty spaces that don't collide with each other and it leads to these fun situations where you can decide if you want to have a gun that shoots fast that you can actually aim properly and like just power that up with a bunch of caps that increase its accuracy or the damage dealt or any of that sort of stuff. Or you could just like put a hundred barrels on a, a gun and just like shoot it once and shoot like a wall of bullets at something to kill it if you want. It's yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. What about like a gun that shoots guns? No, you can't you can't shoot the parts, unfortunately. We haven't gone that okay. deep yet. Maybe right. maybe for the I'm just sequel. thinking of like weird guns from Borderlands. What about a gun that screams every time you shoot it? No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> gun that screams every time you shoot it. I had that. I had a I had a, I remember I had a machine gun at one point yeah. and it would it would go like ah every time you shot, so it was it was awful. I stopped using those right away. Yeah. <laughs> For that very reason. But, but that's fun. Those are some fun memories. Okay. Where's Borderlands 3? Yeah, don't. I don't care. I mean, pre-sequel is technically that, but yes. yeah. Um, but yeah, Mother Gunship, uh, if you are interested in the idea of procedurally generated roguelite, first-person shooter type thing where you can create your own wacky guns and then see how they fare up against just a whole bunch of other guns shooting back at you. I think it's worth a look at. It has a whole lot of replayability that Tower of Guns didn't because of the crafting system. Like, it's very much the same sort of thing, but just being able to try different loadouts of your weaponry just changes that game completely and makes it, like, way more intriguing to go back into 
over and over again. Also, they're apparently adding co-op to it at some point next month. So I'm going to be waiting for that as well. That should be interesting. It is a little pricey, though. I think it's like 25 bucks. It feels like maybe maybe under 20 under 20. I think it's an easier sell, but yeah, I like it anyway. That's all I've been playing. Uh, I've played a couple things. First off is Onrush. Okay. I think I, I think I mentioned I was about to play this last week. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a whole bunch of Onrush. Uh, this game is very much my jam. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you played like Forza Horizon, maybe like the first two, and they have like their music festival, and like <clears throat> they have Horizon Festival is kind of like the event that everything's surrounding, and just kind of like the aesthetic and like the vibes where they got like all these colored smoke and there's cool like electronic music playing when you do stuff because it's a music festival. It's kind of like that, you know, pushed to 11 is, yeah. is the whole theme and, and aesthetics of this entire game. Um, You know, in the menus, you know, there's constant like just dubstep playing when you finish a race and you're getting your all your awards and whatnot. Um, so let, let me take a step back and actually explain what Onrush is because it's kind of uh it's, it's kind of unique, a unique thing totally yeah yeah so it's a it's a driving game I I hesitate to call it a racing game because you're not there's no finish line and you're not trying to get being first right it's ba- it's a class based like driving co- car combat game I should say that's actually a probably good a really good way of putting it so you're on these like closed tracks these like looping tracks and you basically just keep going around them until your team completes whatever uh goal is for that mode there's a whole bunch of modes i'll get into those later um but each each car you pick has different abilities so first off um there's it's six on six and you want to destroy the other cars and you you know cars respond and stuff like that so you want to so you're on the blue team and you want to destroy the orange team Basically, and you get points for doing that. And, and there's, you know, there's other obstacles you need to get you keep in mind. So for one of the modes, like I think the most bare bones one is just, hey, get 10,000 points by boosting or rushing. So, you know, it's right trigger to, to drive. It's A to boost. Um, and then if you every time you boost, you're filling up your rush meter. Uh, also, every time you smash something, you fill up your rush meter. There's also fodder enemies on the course, basically just like creeps. They're kind of smaller vehicles that are super easy to smash because it's actually kind of difficult to smash opposing cars. Uh, You need to be lined up properly. You need to hit them properly. It can be I usually only get maybe about four takedowns a match and a match is probably close to five minutes long or whatever. Um, So there's fodder enemies that are super easy to take down just by running into them. Um, When you've boosted enough you can use your rush whenever you hit rush by the way because uh, there's always like a cool song playing they have this sound effect of someone just like yelling um kind of like a sing song like a yeah kind of a yell uh-huh. so it's always super exciting to go into rush because also the screen gets like super like i don't know how to describe it the, yeah. the effects like you you start going a lot faster there's streams coming off of you things are blurring out on the edges being in rush is awesome so each car is a different class and there's eight classes in total Mm -hmm. um and you're gonna have different abilities one will will always be something will happen while you're boosting 
Another one will be something what will happen when you are rushing. And then I think there's like a passive one. Okay. Uh, that changes based on where you are. Um, so, for example, the, the main uh, mode is get 10,000 points by boosting or rushing. So basically means you always want to be boosting. And that's the same with every mode. You basically always want to be holding down right trigger and the A button. Because you get boost so easily, you never not want to be boosting so you can get to rush. Um, so you just want to get as much points as possible. If you take out enemy cars, it'll kind of, they have a cooldown before they can respawn. They won't be getting as much points. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also four tiers of vehicles. So there's eight classes and there's two, uh, you know, uh, two classes in each vehicle tier, which means kind of how big they are. So the bottom tier is the two motorcycles, super agile, but easy to crash. Uh, then there's like a small car, medium car, and then like a Hummer, like a, a heavy car. Uh, and they kind of get a little bit slower each one, a little harder to, you know, take turns and stuff. But they're a lot more durable. So one of my actually favorite modes is called, I think it's called Switcheroo, where everyone starts on bikes. And when you get taken down, you now come back as a small car. And when you get taken down, you come back as a medium car. And then you come back as a, a big car at the end, and then you run out of lives, basically. Uh, which is cool. So if you can stay as a bike, that's great because you have all these lives left, but it's harder to stay as a bike because you start becoming weaker and weaker compared to everyone else who has a bigger vehicle. Um, they have other modes similar to like uh, drive through gates to extend your time and whatever team can keep their time up longest wins. There's one where there's like a zone constantly moving in front of you and you want to, ha- when it appears, you want to get as many of your team cars in there as possible for like seven seconds and then you capture the zone. You got to get like eight of them. Uh, I'll talk about some of the abilities because they they vary quite a bit. Yeah. Um, ones that stick out to me that I like using, there's this one bike that every time you do got like a hard landing. So if you go off a jump that's big enough in the air and then you land, it creates a shockwave that will damage cars around you. Uh, there's this one, uh, I think it's a mid tier car called charger that I like quite a bit where if you go off a jump and there's someone underneath you, you can press a to kind of magnetize slam down on top of them, which is super helpful. Uh, there's, but at the same time, which is really cool. They have like, I don't want to say like a medic class, but they have like support classes. Some of them will get more rush by being near their teammates and when they're boosting they drop boost charges behind them and then when they're rushing they suck boost from enemy cars and stuff like that so there's there's actual classes in there um they're not labeled like you know medic and stuff like that that you're you're used to but you can kind of find some parallels between them Mm -hmm. so it's a it's a really cool game i'm just i'm super into the aesthetic it's like i'm i totally love the vibes this game is throwing off from the music to the way it looks um and yeah yeah i'm having like such a blast with this game uh i'm a class-based shooter guy i i I like the class stuff so this kind of works real nicely for me sure I think there's like co-op challenges as well. So if you had someone playing online with you, they you can like take on the single the campaign mode challenges and do that. And then they also have um uh they have loot boxes uh that you just get through in-game stuff for uh cosmetics. And um and yeah, you can customize your cars and your and your uh your drivers and stuff like that. Yeah. Having a blast, super fun. I I really recommend Onrush. Cool. And then uh, 
<clears throat> in addition to that, I've been playing Vermintide 2 because that came to Game Pass. One of my favorite games of this year. It's yeah, I was I was not prepared for just how Left 4 Dead that was. So you weren't listening at all when I've talked about this game. <laughs> well, I know you, I know you, I know you said it was Left 4 Dead, and I kind of just took that as like, all right, it's you're, you know, you're, it's kind of a team thing that you're going to go through. Okay, but it's Left 4 Dead to the point where like, if you're dragging behind, the assassin character will jump at you. It's actually more brutal liquor... than Left 4 Dead in that regard. If you're dragging behind, you're yeah. dead. You're fucked. The there's a, there's <laughs> yeah. straight up like a liquor one that like snaps at you and pulls you around. Yep. Um, if you get uh, killed and left behind you show up later on in that level similar to how in left for dead you show up in like a closet yeah yeah um <laughs> it's very it is, much it is so left for dead like yeah they just picked up left for dead and said we're gonna put weird rat creatures in this instead um i do so the 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 uh witch equivalent is the assassin that whispers right the witch equivalent no that would be the I don't remember what the hell they're called in in uh, Left 4 Dead. The one you're talking about that whispers is the one that... Isn't that the assassin? It's the, that one that jumps on you, that yeah, yeah pins yeah. you. Which is the equivalent of the witch from Left 4 Dead. But no, the witch is the one that is crying, and then when you startle it, it runs at you and starts swiping yeah, so at that's you. Yeah, so I was going to say is... is well, the reason I was putting them similarly is they're like this super strong character that just kind of jumps at you and starts slashing at you. Uh, and I was saying I was I was going to say I prefer the witch because I like the whole point of like you can see it, but you don't want to startle it. Whereas the assassin just kind of like it's whispering around you and you got to like keep your bearings and try and stay as a group. That's how that's why I was comparing them. And I was going to say I like the witch more, uh, but the assassin's fine. Fair enough. I'm playing as the. um uh the the mage girl the fire chick do you know i'm talking about uh yeah i'm just trying to remember her name because we have like i have a group that i play this with so i never play her because we have somebody who won't play anybody but her uh so i'm just trying to remember what her name is now but yes i don't remember her name she's like an old lady (laughs) right yeah anyways Um. so that's who you're playing yeah, I like to play as her. Yeah, uh, I've just been kind of sticking with that. I'm playing with a buddy. He sticks with the the archer chick. Corellian. Yeah, her. Corellian. That's yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we played through act one so far. It seems like there's four acts. So I'm about a quarter done the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, en- I'm enjoying the loot. Loot's a good time. Yeah. Um, I don't think I love the way it looks. Nothing's really like super great standing out to me. It's just kind of like generic. I completely medieval. disagree. I okay, think it looks what, very what, good. What do you think? I just think it's really nice looking. It's a very beautiful game. Okay. Okay. I, no, no, I just nothing really was sticking out with me. I thought it looked kind of generic. Um, it's a lot of rat enemies. They're all rats. They're not all rats. They're half rats and half. Uh, Oh, actually, there's like, yeah, there's like gold. Half chaos. And... It's chaos and Skaven specifically. Okay, I don't. You're no playing a Warhammer, Warhammer game. Stuff. This is a thing. Yeah, yeah. But yes. Yeah. No, I'm. It's I'm definitely out of my element. This is this is probably the first Warhammer game I've played. Okay. Period. You never even played um, the RTS games back like years ago or anything. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Um, 
Anyway, it's a good co-op time. Yeah. I think this is a fantastic get for Microsoft to put on Game Pass immediately. Yeah. Like, just like, because it's such a co-op game. And I like loot games, so I'm enjoying that aspect of it. I couldn't tell you a thing about the story. I'm not paying attention to that sure. at all. I mean, it's the end times. Uh, Everything is falling apart. It's real bad. <laughs> thing, see, things seem bad. Yeah. I will say that for sure. Um, one thing I don't like about my character is I have... So it's all about loot. I have this headpiece where she has like torches on her hat or whatever. Okay, we're talking about the and actual design of her? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Well, at the moment I'm talking about design, but my problem is how those two torches, the the fireballs from them, uh-huh. for some reason show up in my view. So when Did I they? play this game, there is always two like flame balls just bouncing around. Really? Huh. Yeah. Like it seems I like should, a bug. I should really play her more. It, I I'm hoping it's just a weird bug with whatever I equipped it because I didn't have this before I got this hat. It's insane and I hate it. And they and I know you know it really feels like a bug because it's not always in like the same spot. Sometimes they'll be like just out of my vision and then they'll just like come back later on or something. I don't know. It's weird. It's driving anyway. me nuts. Okay, her name's Sienna. It was driving me nuts that I couldn't remember her stupid name. Sienna. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're playing her like what level did you get to you haven't unlocked her other classes right because every character has three classes they can be so you're playing the baseline no, i think i'm level five i got the first okay. like t- skill you can get okay so you're still battle wizard i think at seven you unlock pyromancer and like 15 you unlock unchained okay and they all play differently so cool yeah th- no there's a lot of stuff in there for sure i was gonna ask you though when you mentioned that you were playing her, how do you like the like overheat mechanic and like the fact that you can blow up if you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't have to deal with ammunition. Yeah. I have unlimited magic, but if I use too much of it too quickly, I, I will overheat and explode. Yeah. Um, which is is fine. I actually forget about it more often than I should. Okay. Like I just kind of get used to the controller yeah. rumbling because it rumbles harder and harder the closer you get. Oh, that's cool. OK. Um. That's neat. And uh, there's a few times where I was definitely like, oops, well, I'm about to explode. I'm going to run at the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's actually kind of cool, too, because if you know that you're probably going to go down anyways, you just, like, go harder, run into a group of enemies and blow yourself up and kill a bunch of them, then let them sure. get your team get I'm not a huge up. fan of her, um, her special ability with less bumper, where she, like, warps. Okay, yeah. This is the problem. I, I think it's just because I don't quite know how it works. Am I supposed to target where like the enemy or am I supposed to target past the enemy? Uh, either. It's basically like you dash through them and you leave fire like in the whole section of area. You so I probably want to go past them then, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people yeah, okay. a lot of people use it that way offensively or like if they're stuck in a bad situation, they just leave. Right. They just try to get out so they don't die. Because she's kind of squishy, sure. so. Yeah, I think I've been using it primarily offensively. Yeah, uh, sure. Anyway, yeah, good game. It's uh, it's kind of hard. I've definitely lost one or two missions, and those missions are long, and they don't have checkpoints like Left 4 Dead. That's another thing. It is a very um, hard game. Because, yeah, yeah, Left 4 Dead had those, like, little trailers that were basically yeah. like a checkpoint. Yeah, yeah. This has no checkpoints. When you, you die, do you mission. start over. And I would say yeah. each mission is probably, like, close to half an hour 20 to 30 minutes Yeah, i'd say about 20 to 30 minutes depending on which one yeah yeah, yeah. they're they're long levels 
Um, I wish there was some, even like one checkpoint in the middle would be kind of nice. It defeats the purpose, though. Well, it didn't in Left 4 Dead. Yeah, because Left 4 Dead was a campaign. These are just missions you're doing to unlock loot. I feel like these these have campaign legs too. There's a story. There's some kind of story happening. Yeah. Left 4 Dead didn't care about loot though. This actually has a grind to it. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And but I'm yeah. So I'm just playing through on recruit difficulty. It's it's pretty. It's hard. I got to keep my bearings. Yeah. For uh, sure. But yeah. Good game. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'll probably play through the rest of it. Yeah. Um. That does it for what we played. Let's do some news. Yeah, I pulled a bunch of them. Okay, why don't you start? Yeah, some basic stuff here. Um, I guess the first thing, I didn't actually pull it, but I'll just mention is that the uh, update for uh, Enter the Gungeon came out this week. Advanced Gungeons and Dragons, which is patch yeah. 2.0 Wait, for that game. Dragons. Dragons, right? yeah. I remember I enjoyed the name. It was a good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a huge update that change that changes a lot of like the problems people had with the grind of that game. It makes it a little bit easier in the sense that you get when you get rewards, you get rewarded more greatly, but it doesn't take away from like the fact that it's still unforgiving in like the actual gameplay part. So they balance that a little bit more. It doesn't feel as grindy to unlock some stuff with the hegemony credits and all that sort of stuff. Added uh, new mini bosses, a whole bunch of uh, new guns and items and enemy types and stuff like that. They actually started adding synergies into the game, so it plays more like an Isaac now, which was my biggest complaint with it, where it was every run in Enter the Gungeon was like, okay, when I know what the guns do, I just know which ones like I'll take every time, and then that's it. Now they actually have things that are like, this gun and this thing synergize together, so like this run is a little bit different with this gun than it was okay. last time. So that's really, I, like, I've been meaning to jump back in and really go pretty hard in it now that this stuff that I was complaining mm -hmm. about was finally added. And I'm going to at some point. I just haven't had the time yet. I've been watching a buddy of mine who plays a lot of Gungeon play it recently, and it looks really, really cool. And I highly suggest people that maybe were like me and put it down after... A couple hours, like, I think I have, like, 19 hours maybe total in that game. Just, like, go ahead and... That's still quite a bit. Yeah, but it's, like, for a roguelite, it's not really that much for a game that's supposed to have a whole bunch of replayability. But if you're like me and... Do you know if this update was for all platforms? Yeah, I don't actually know. I guess I could look okay, that up. I know that game came to Switch. You're right, it did. You know what? I even have it on Switch as well. I have it on both Switch and PC. I did I didn't check though. Maybe somebody in chat can confirm or deny that. But yeah, if you're like me and you had some problems with it, maybe go check it out. It, they changed a whole bunch of stuff and it seems a lot more solid now. Um in the vein of games changing for the better, The Culling 2 is dead. And okay. calling three lives. Well, here's the thing. It's hard to explain what's going on here, but for people that don't know what the calling is, the calling was one of the first battle Royale games where it had like a map where 30 people would be dropped in. And the focus was first person melee with like a basic crafting where you would like pick up a rock and a spear and a piece of wood to make a spear or whatever. And that sort of thing. 
but you had the ability to push somebody to block and or to like use a melee attack and it was kind of a rock paper scissors thing of when you met up with an opponent you would push if they were blocking to break their block and like make them like open them up for an attack uh you would block their attack to like stun them for a second so that you could retaliate with your own attack and of course um if like vice versa sort of thing it was kind of like it it ended up with a lot of people running into each other and smashing the buttons and hoping that like one person would die for a while until people kind of understood how the system worked and then people that got really good at like reading when somebody was going to attack and they would block right away or when somebody else was going to block and they would like push them to like open them up for an attack right away like people got really good at that game so what happened is with the culling the company that made it Xaviant or I think it's Xaviant is their name uh kept balancing it because they wanted it to be super competitive which pissed everybody off and they kind of killed that game so they released the culling 2 I think it was either last week or this week it was like very recently it was last week at least if not two weeks ago yeah, what the Culling 2 was, was a cynical last-minute crash grab that they threw out there, which was basically H1Z1 recoded with their, like, bullshit on it to try to get people to, like, buy it because it wasn't free-to-play. It was, like, a $20 game or something. And, like, it just turned out to be this huge mess where everybody who bought the Culling 2 to see what it was couldn't even get into a match because you needed 50 people to start a match and only 24 people at any time were playing like it was Uh-oh. yeah it was this huge mess and any goodwill they had left they pissed they just pissed it all away and they like completely alienated their fans anyways that's the backstory what the news is is that they released a video and they basically were just like you guys were right we really fucked up we're sorry we're refunding everybody that bought the calling to back their money and we are going to take your advice, relaunch the Culling 1 with, like, remastered, like, updated to today's standards. Building mechanics. No, no, it's the Culling 1, and they're making it free-to-play. So anybody who owned the Culling 1 now has the Culling Day 1 reference, I think is what it's called. It's going to be their test server. And, uh, yeah, basically a whole bunch of people are super stoked and... Me, myself included, and I was playing the Culling one earlier today with a bunch of people and having a great time. So the Culling two is dead. Long live the Culling as my... Had you bought Culling one, uh, two, I mean? No. Oh, God, no. no. I was going to until I went to the store page for the Culling two, looked at the video, and was like, oh, they didn't understand what made their first game fun at all. Fuck this. And I left it at that. Okay. But, um, yeah, so... People can check out the calling as it was in 2016, if you are so inclined. I guess I've been having a great time with it. Um, I have a I have a kind of fun quick story I want to just yeah, mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw last night GameStop was selling Drop Mix for 20 bucks. Yeah, in store only, and I was like, all right, 20 bucks. Like yeah. I gotta get it at to. this point. Yep. Yeah. So this morning I waited for them to open. Gave them a. Cu- was going to phone and be like, hey, can you put one on hold? I'll pick it up. Like, do you have it? Yeah. Phoned my local one. The guy says, uh, w- wait, what did you say? And I was like, you know, drop mix. 
uh, I, I'll look it up. I was like, okay. Okay. I was just thinking to myself, like, you'd probably know it's a big box, but anyway. Sure, yeah. I'm waiting for him to look in his system. Hmm, I don't see it. Is that a video game? Oh, and no. And I literally responded with, what? I, of, of course it's a video game. Like, I couldn't, like, all I could think was, like, I'm phoning a GameStop. GameStop <laughs> carries board games now, which means they doubly should have had it. But I, I went Funko I went Pops. to GameStops in the States back when we first got into game, into it. None had any in stock, and the same thing happened. They had never heard of it. Yeah, I phoned wow. a different one, and the person was like, hmm, I'll look that up. I'm not seeing it. What console is it for? And I was like, it's it's not for in a console. Oh, well, 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 what is it? And then I had to be like, you know, it's it's from Harmonix. They make Rock Band. Oh, no, we don't have that. I was shocked these people had never heard of Drop Mix. I was like, man, who are you employing, GameStop? Man. Clearly anyone. You are employing anyone. What a bummer, dude. That was weird to me. That was super weird. Um, anyway, so I'll just wait till Amazon sells it for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The only box stores you're going to find it in are Target and... Uh, it, I mean... Well, I guess now it's just Target because there ain't no Toys R Us yeah, anymore. Because no more Toys R Us. I mean, I wasn't... I'm not surprised they don't have them in the store because I can understand GameStop being like, no, nah, we still got Rock Band one boxes here, dude. No way. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I was just shocked that these employees did had never even heard of this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's over a year old at this point. So they don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm probably just being elitist here. They're probably just like normies. That, that know how to work a cash register. Well, yeah, they um, needed a job. They needed a job. Yeah. They didn't get the game people. It's, I mean, yeah, I'm just being elitist. I was just a little surprised. For sure. Anyway, this next news story I didn't know about, and I am excited. Yeah, Stardew Valley multiplayer is coming August 1st. That's great. Yeah, that's real soon, so I'll jump back into that with somebody at some point, I think. Yeah, is that all platforms or just PC? I believe it's all platforms. I'm going to double cool, check to see if they say it on the thing here. I know my girlfriend wants that multiplayer and she played on the Switch. Uh, oh, well, it says coming to PC, so it might actually only be PC. Cool. Great. Yeah. But I yeah, now that I think about it, I think they said that it was going to come to PC way before the other version. So I guess that makes sense. It's easier to update. So, OK, well. It'll be coming for PC and soon for other people as well. Uh, I guess on that train of just like updates coming that include multiplayer next week when people will be hearing this. No Man's Sky will finally be the oh, fully yeah. fledged thing they said it was going to be when they were releasing it. So that's cool. Yeah. No Man's Sky next. I'm looking forward to uh, jumping, in. jumping back in there yeah. and starting a new game. I haven't played since uh, launch week. Yeah, you miss out on and a I lot of patches. That this will be, I understand next, yeah, next yeah. is like the third huge update. Yeah. Um, in fact, did you guys see the trailer they put out this last, like yesterday, I think it was? No. I think I saw screenshots oh, of the third person thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, there's that, you can put that game in third person. Yeah. Uh, you can put uh, your base down on anywhere you want. There's yep. tons of new base building stuff. It's cool. Four player co op, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's real cool. I'm excited. I'm happy that they took the high road and just kept working away on it and didn't just run. That's cool. 
Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe added Breath of the Wild Link and his motorcycle. So that is news, I guess. Is this news? I thought Link was already in Mario Kart Yeah, 8. but that was like classic Link. Now there's modern Link. Yeah. And it's a, it's it. a free okay. update, so... So wait, you're telling me this game only has two links? Because when Smash Bros. comes out, that thing's going to have three links. I know, so. it's not as good as Smash Bros., you're right. They still have yeah. time. They have time. To just keep <laughs> Wait till they add two in Breath of the Wild Link. Speaking of adding the same character stuff, you see uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is getting its, like, sixth Goku. It's, no, I have not been following the new characters no. for that. What's going I on? I didn't see that. The, well, there, well, remember there was that leak for who they, who oh, yeah, they were like playing the Goku and playing Vegeta. Playing Go- yeah, so he's coming out now, which I think makes there. I think there's like six Gokus now. That's hilarious. Or I, I saw a joke that you can like make an entire t- like one versus one team, three v three of just Gokus, oh, and man. they're all different, which would be pretty funny. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I think that's at least Goku five. Yeah. Or like yeah, four and a half because of Vegeta. Well, okay, so there's playing Goku, Super Saiyan Goku, Goku Blue, uh, Goku uh, Black. Yeah, Goku Black. Uh, you said playing Super Saiyan Goku. I already said that so one. So you said playing Goku then. Yeah. Uh, Vegito. I guess you could do Vegito. That, like if you want to include, and if you want to include fusion characters, you can do Zamasu because he's fused with Goku Black. So that they must be counting those ones. Great. Uh, this is one you had, Sean. Spiral Reignited Trilogy right. will offer both remastered and original soundtracks. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. It's just a small little thing. I think they announced this at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, there's been a few um, announcements at Comic-Con here. Oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really been either. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw this one. Uh, I, I mainly kind of want to bring this up because I, I just talked about the Crash Trilogy last week and how I kind of wish it had, like, going back and forth like the Halo Master Chief collection, um, which this one will for the soundtrack. Uh, and I believe the Halo Master Chief one, it would change the soundtrack as well when they did that, which was cool. Yeah. But anyways, that's a, that's a fun little thing to add in there. Yeah. And then the last one, news of the week. News of the week. <laughs> uh, Hidden My Game by Mom 3 came out today. Yeah. Woo! I downloaded it before I we still went it. live. I haven't played it yet. I have it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I do too now. What am I doing with my time right now? I should be playing this game. Um, but I cannot wait. Yeah. This is the fourth hidden game, yep, I believe. It is. Because there was like my brother ate my pudding. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's free. Uh, and I guess the... Uh, oh, I'm just looking at the, a tweet underneath this. I guess hidden or mama's hidden mama's game hidden the switch version is 30 percent off right now so that's the first game if you want that on your switch or just get it for free on your phone yeah yeah but that's it for news so far yeah yeah let's do some questions yeah top down perspective at gmail.com is a great spot to send questions in another great spot is the twitter account at tdp podcast there's the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Word. I'll read this first one from Eduardo. What are some of the best JRPGs? Best action JRPGs. I don't know if that changes that answer. Oh, best action. Yeah, I don't know if that I don't know if that changes from... your answer. What's the difference? What is a JRPG and what's an action JRPG? Action JRPG would be something like Secret of Mana, uh, Zelda, technically. 
Yeah. But wait, Zelda really? Zelda can be considered action RPG, but usually like I would say action adventure, but it doesn't have like leveling up. Yeah, that's why I said it can be considered. Okay. I mean, the obvious uh, answer is Zelda Two. Also that. <laughs> so wait, like. I'm just going to say the Tales of Seer okay. games. Yeah. I know you do love yeah, I think, tales. I think that's close enough. I think I think that would work. Like, are we not allowed to pick JRPGs with like a turn-based battle system? Right, that's exactly. That the whole point? Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Okay. Because that's where my um, mind does go first when people say JRPG is turn-based, like, right away, so. Yeah, see, when I think JRPG, I, I think anime. Okay. That's fair. I think it has, that's fair. Yeah, it has to be like an anime RPG. Sure. That's, that's like if, if I'm distilling this down and then is there a split? Is What does it turn off? If do you have to enter into battle or can you just fight the enemy on the world map? Because that makes me think action adventure. If you can just fight the enemy, you know, Zelda like. Or do you have to enter into a battle? I don't think it matters as long as you're pushing a button to do like. You push a button and you swing your sword sort of thing. You're not menuing. What if you're yelling into the mic for Pikachu to attack mm. that, a, that tree? That's a good point. Yeah, or saying, hey, get over here. Pikachu, um, see man. I mean, I'm just going to say Nier Automata last year is one of the best a- action JRPGs. See, I think, for me, RPGs need leveling up. You think so? Wait, did Nier level up? Hang on. Now I can't remember. Did you level up in Nier? Yeah, you did, didn't you? I mean... I don't remember. I don't kind remember. of. <laughs> I don't remember. You upgraded your stuff, and you had, like, your mo- was, your system or whatever. You're, like, your modules and your slots, yeah. Was there a level, though? Yeah. I think there may have... I don't yeah, remember, man. Yeah, there was. I just... I don't think it had that much of an impact, though, as much as the other stuff did. But yeah, you did level. Right. Okay. Uh, second question from Eduardo. How consistent are games made by the same developer in terms of quality and gameplay and stuff like that? Same developer? Usually pretty consistent if you're talking about usually the people that consistent. actually do it. Yeah. Progressive, usually progressively getting better over time. Not well, always, but hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the hope for sure. Yeah, I feel like there's there's some developers where we can usually be like, yeah, like anything that comes out of them. I'm looking forward to that thing. Uh, I know personally, I think of like Naughty Dog, like you just know it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that's uh, pretty safe. I'm trying to think. Can you think of any examples that are just so hit or miss that are hit or miss? OK. Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think there's a consistency coming out of the Sonic developer and then they are maintaining. How about Double Fine? Yeah. There's, hit or miss. there's been some Double Fine that I was not at all a fan of. So I could say that maybe. Double Fine is a yeah. Yeah. Sure. I feel like and although I, I want to say with that one, the misses, though, they're still like this is still like delightful and there's a charm to it. 
Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. I'm trying to think of like some wildly different quality. Like by the same dev any like obviously when you talk publishers and stuff, that's a different bubble game. That doesn't That's completely different, yeah. yeah. Although I I would even say um uh Devolver when I hear about that publisher, I'm usually just somewhat interested in the game they're publishing because they put out some cool stuff. Or I should say they publish some cool stuff. Yeah. Like they actually curate what they put their name on sort of thing. So they're kind of consistent in that regard. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure most publishers do. Well, yeah. I think most publishers would like to think they do, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it, the same developer terms of quality it's like it's pretty standard consistent i think the only one i can think of that it changes so much are like huge studios where they have sub teams and it's like nintendo and it's like is is this a sports mix game or is this gonna be mario kart you know what i mean yeah yeah because like in that regard i'm thinking like bioware they have a different team for every franchise some 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 of their franchises, they have like two teams doing like off years and stuff, right? So like, right? Or Ubisoft, where there's a thousand studios and they they all do different stuff. Yeah. So who knows who did what? In those regards, it's kind of hard. I'd say in the Bioware one, though, the question kind of you just need to get a little more specialized and be like, you know, which team exactly. in that developer? For Ubisoft, though, I don't think anyone knows, or I think everyone on that studio touches like every single thing it's like at some point yeah and then even in those cases uh, like even with rockstar you would say like canadian rockstar or like canadian ea or like yep there's like regional differences too like ubisoft montreal i don't know it's weird you could get like really down and gritty but i would say overall developers because they're working on the same type of thing and they're like utilizing past assets and what they've learned by making that certain thing before will be consistently getting better at that thing probably so they'll stay pretty consistent okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna add on a sub question to this one for you guys i already answered it okay what is a developer that that the track record has been consistent enough where you're just like i will play the next thing they put out Oh, from software. Okay. They've consistently gotten better as they've put stuff out. John? Uh, or are you going with Sega? I was going to say probably Core Nintendo. Like Nintendo EA, okay. EAD, their, their main studio or whatever. They're, I forget what the actual name of the studio is now. Yeah, I have no idea what how you determine what is the core. mm or if it's named or anything. Because isn't like Rhythm Heaven like Studio Team 6 their, or something? Their Mario team has a specific name. I can never remember the name of it. Okay. And they only do the platformers? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, uh, Blizzard? Every Like, even if... Oh, sure. Even if it's something yeah, yeah. that I'm not even that far into, they always put out a quality product I have fun with for a while, so... I feel like with Blizzard, it could just be like, I don't even like these kind of games but I know this is a good game. Yeah, exactly. Valve, I could have said that for Valve when they were making video games. Yeah, we have to see what their next like release is now that they're making them again. We have to see what they... Well, say. I mean, they, they've bought some studios, so isn't their next release technically in the Valley of, of Gods. Gods from um, I think you're right. Campo Santo? 
I think you're right. Yeah, we'll see. Which, I mean, I like I like that team. I enjoyed Firewatch, and I listened to a podcast from a few of those developers. I'm looking forward to that game. Sure. Also, I'm going to say for right. some of the best action RPGs, I forgot about, like, all the Souls games, and that's probably my answer. Okay. Uh, I'll take the uh, next one from Valkour. Sure. What is one game or game series you've always wanted to try, but never had the opportunity or time? Good question. The tales of games. <laughs> okay. It's just the time commitment. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a better answer for you. Okay. The, uh, VLR games. Yeah. Again, the time commitment thing more than anything. Yep. Fallout for me. I mean, that's the whole point. Okay. Fallout. Yeah. Yep. I would. What do I? Man, there's so much. I'm trying to think of one that like I really wish I could have put more time into. Probably. Probably Hitman, just because everyone got super into that one two years ago. Yeah. Sure. I wish I wish I had put more time into Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Cody writes in and says, if you could have any weapon from a video game, what would it be? The weapon retains all the functions it has in the game. Uh, the Farsight, so we can just see people through walls and Dude. shoot them. <laughs> Fucking Farsight. And it makes that cool sound when you yeah, reload it. noise. Oh, you mean like the like it's eating so noise? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good answer. I was going to say the stupid skull thing from Shadows of the Damned. The hot boner. <laughs> Wait, the big boner or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot God. what his name is, though. Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. <laughs> Thank you. To be f- yeah, I'm pretty sure all the guns are like dick jokes. Right. But yeah. he's a, he's also a character that I would I think I would just oh, hang out that's with. That's right. He talks. Yeah, and a, that's a weird game, man. That is. Yeah. That would be like. If we ever did like um like a waypoint does this where they they kind of do like a book club for games, I would definitely want to do Shadows of the Damned. That would be a fun one. Um, uh, you guys went with ones that kill people, which I'm not into. So I mean, your prerogative, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the portal gun. I mean, portal they did say good. weapon, but that is a good answer. That's a it good has answer. gun in the name. Yeah, and I died a lot in Portal. Yeah, except don't you need, like, to shoot on, like, moon rocks or some shit for the portals to work? Wasn't that, like, the whole point of Portal 2? That is a part of Portal 2. I don't know if, if that is a full thing. I don't know, man. Let's assume Let's assume not. it's not, for argument's sake. Yeah. Although, in the game, you do need to put it on specific services, so that kind of sucks, but, I mean, that's not fun. The portal gun isn't a weapon, it's a tool. Oh, you're getting called out on that your answer. <laughs> It has gun in its name. I mean, okay, how about the gravity? How about the gravity gun? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you can use that as a weapon. I, I could use the uh, portal gun as a weapon too. I'm gonna drop this anvil on your head. You're right. Actually, it's true. <laughs> I mean, you could use any tool as a weapon, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think most people don't consider the portal gun like a weapon, though. I would argue, but I see what you mean. You can definitely kill with it. Everything you could you could make everything a weapon if you try hard enough. I frankly think that Sean has the right answer between all three of us. <laughs> that like I wish the I had por- thought of portal, portal gun? gun. It's just useful in every situation. Yeah, it would also just be like awesome to use. You guys using your regular gun is like, 
don't hey, know that. Mine's I don't not know, a regular man. gun. Mine's a floating walls. skull. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and yours is a talking skull. It's pretty good. Yeah. Keep you, We're all keep winners. You company okay? at night. Yeah. Lineback writes, has there ever been a game that you were very excited for, but when it came out, you played it, and you found it wasn't as good as you thought it would be? For me, it was Cuphead. Excuse me. I was very excited for the game and got it day one, but the more I played it, the more I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I'm there. I'm with him on Cuphead, actually. That's probably my actual, my actual answer. Very excited for it when you play it. It found it wasn't as good as you thought it would be. Yeah, we have a, an entire category every year during Game of the Year called Most Disappointing Game. Yeah. <laughs> where we talk about this at length. Uh, so I'm going to say No Man's Sky. Mass Effect Mighty Andromeda. No, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. Dude, Mighty Number no. 9 was a heartbreak. Holy. Sea of Thieves was kind of like that for me this year. I swear to God, if Bloodstained is a disappointment at all. Oh, oh my so God. I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> but we already got Curse of the Moon, which was pretty good. So it's like. This, but this is a problem. Is that Bloodstained is coming out in a generation where people are making really good versions of that type of game now. And it's like, oh, please, please let you guys be able to pull this off. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Dragonfire said what game took the longest to download before you were able to play it and it's gears of war 4 easily for me okay 120 I was, gigs? I was about to say this is why i only i buy physical discs but now you still have the download patches so yeah i was about to say dead rising really 3 i guess <laughs> dead rising 3 so i was gonna say um oh man i just lost my train of thought i was gonna say uh i don't really run into this anymore since uh a lot of my games you can you can download them when they as soon as they pop up or I can like send it to my house to download, uh, except when there's physical games. I need to put the disc in. It needs to yeah. install off the disc, which is a huge bummer. Yeah. Um, I can't think of one that was just like ridiculously long, though, because uh, I typically I'll like put it in and then I'll like leave for the gym or something. So it's like this is not bugging me. I remember Final Fantasy 15. I wanted to play. And then it started doing its thing, downloading the day one patch or whatever. So I was like, okay, whatever, let's go watch a movie. So we left the house, went to the movie theater, watched a two hour movie, came back, and it was still downloading something. This wow. is so, the same reason I have not played Nier Automata yet, because I, when I sat down to go play it, it had a patch. And then I fell asleep waiting for the patch to download. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that can be a bummer. Because I feel like with the, with the like, always on consoles even so, like they're supposed to download patches in the background and i feel like it doesn't always do that mm. i can't tell you how many times i sat down and like something needed to patch as soon as i turned it on like isn't it supposed to do that stuff on its own i don't get it uh, i know having fortnite installed there's always patches yeah um but i think the one that sticks out to me that now that i remember it was probably uh shadow of mordor i remember trying to install that on my friend's xbox to kind of show them the game and it took forever Mm. Yeah. Uh, next one, mine. I think it is uh, from VGC Kenny. Well, what about the opposite? Has there been a game that you were nervous about getting but ended up enjoying it? For me, that game was Batman Arkham Origins. Everything I heard about the game was that it wasn't great. I still wanted to check it out, and I ended up buying it. I still remember shaking on my way to the register at Walmart. I was shaking so much that when I 
bought my next game, they had installed the glass cases, and I thought they did that because they thought I was trying to steal the game. <laughs> when I played it, though, I found Dude, myself man, having a really down. good time with it and still don't quite understand the dislike. I'm actually going to say probably the original Batman, Arkham Asylum, uh, because everyone mm. was like, this hasn't been a good Batman game. There's not going to be a good Batman game. And then everyone was like, oh, shit, it's a good Batman game. Right. I remember talking to you about Batman quite a bit when that came out. Yeah, because we were still working at the store For, together at that point. No, we weren't. That was the majority of our interview. Was oh, you're about right. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that was when I gave you like the question about like what wire color do you cut? Yeah, yeah. But I just remember us sitting down and the first question you were because you had just like pre-ordered it. Through, I pre-ordered it through you like a week before or whatever. Yeah. And I remember the first question we said in the interview we were like, so what do you think of Batman? And we just talked about Batman for a while. Yeah. Um, we have a question. We have a category uh, during Game of the Year for this exact thing as well. <laughs> it's called Surprise of the Year. Um, Resident Evil Six is my think. answer. Sure, it was just another yeah, yeah. one of those games. It wasn't the second coming of Satan. <clears throat> so I can't remember my answers from like January though. But I remember Overwatch was one one year that thing like totally grabbed me in a way I wasn't expecting. Mm, yep. Especially because it was so multiplayer focused and I like, never do that. But I picked it up just because everyone would not shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Probably Mass Effect 2 because I didn't like the first one. But a okay. lot of people were talking about Mass Effect 2 and I was like, I, I guess I'll try it. I think those are some good answers. Uh, all right. And I have this last one from Bakesler. Is there or has there ever been a game series, TV show, movie, etc. you absolutely refuse to play or watch solely because of its fan base? For me, it was World of Warcraft, mainly because at the height of its popularity, I saw someone who could e be easily offended back then. Wait, I sorry, I was someone who could easily be offended back then. As a result, I knew to stay away from it. Uh, Dark Souls. No, because I don't talk. I know Paul, right? He just I just don't oh, talk about uh, stuff with bad fan bases, but I'll still see if I enjoy it. I won't let them put me off usually. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like this. I haven't had this happen except with Rick and Morty. That's fair. Mm, that's fair. Rick yeah, and Morty I've fans I've are the of, fucking worst. I've had a lot of fan bases like make me not want to play a game again like sonic fan bases seem to get on my nerves a fair amount <laughs> yeah but like you don't say yeah, yeah i know go figure from, from those gems of games <laughs> but like uh dark souls like the memes for uh streaming online and stuff like that so it was always like oh might as well stay away from this otherwise i won't enjoy it yeah but, right but usually i'll at least try out a game in the genre Yo, do you like backseat gaming? Because if you do, I got the series to stream. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tim Marzari, like, man, I wish I was a game I knew so I could tell you everything to do. I'm like, mm, no. Cool. That's exactly, nice. you know, that's that's how you make me stop playing a game. <laughs> uh, the actual answer to this is I wouldn't play Undertale for a long time until I finally did. I was just like, yeah, fine, let's play it. And then I, like, fell in love with it. But I fucking hated that fan base that whole year that that game came out, they were just the worst. I gotta say, I don't see a lot of negative fan base stuff online. I see a lot of positive stuff, which is pretty cool. Like, and, and I just kind of gave my example of like Overwatch. Um, uh, I, I, 
maybe I'm just following better people on Twitter. Yeah, probably. Or less angry people on Twitter. I th- um, yeah. Which has got to be nice. Um, but then Rick and Morty, the fan base is just so huge. It seeps in everywhere. And then yeah. people keep shouting Pickle Rick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a Pickle Rick board game coming out. I think I got an email about it. It wasn't that funny a joke. I don't understand. It It wasn't at all. That whole episode is pretty funny just because of the situation, yeah. but him being a pickle has nothing to do with it. Maybe you just don't get good comedy. Yeah, maybe I'm just not intelligent right over your head. I'm not but galaxy brain enough to get I it. I can confirm, yeah. though, as a Rick and Morty fan, that I am a piece of garbage, and you should not <laughs> listen to me. So. Uh, all right, well... Then we won't listen to you, but John, can you tell people where to send in questions for next week? Top down perspective at gmail.com, TDP podcasts on Twitter, top down perspective on Facebook, and my P.O. box. And the Discord channel. And the Discord. And the subreddit. What is. That, no, that we, don't. I did update that this week. With what? A banner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. It does exist. Um, slash Getting that karma, baby. Getting that karma. <laughs> What's your games of the week? I guess Death Gambit. Oh, I'm going to say Mother Gunship. You enjoyed it, right? It was enjoyable. I was angry, but I was enjoying it. Sorry, Paul, I interrupted you. Mother Gunship. And mine easily goes to Onrush. Uh, Quick housekeeping. The TDP Plus poll for August went live just as we went live. Um, So if you're watching live, go vote. If you're a patron, uh, if you're a patron, of our Patreon. If you're listening to this, it's already up there, so go there. Um, if you want access to it, it's a dollar to vote, and uh, that also gets you the entire back catalog immediately. Um, I'm just going to run through the games. I'm not going to say who's is who's, but here's the four games you get to pick from. <clears throat> Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Runner 3, Valkyria Chronicles, and Forgotten Anne. So go pick what we will play through and discuss next month. Yo, look up Forgotten Anne if you don't know the name. Because yeah. I got so many people actually, like, just say to me, apropos of nothing, is like, I didn't know what any three of those games are. Google.com has existed for years. Yes. How? <laughs> Let me Google that for you. I... I love let me Google that for you. Yeah. That is one of my favorite passive-aggressive jokes to send to anybody. It's true. For sure. Uh, All right, that'll do it for this week. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.